Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm talking to anyone who is an entrepreneur. Maybe you're a CEO, you lead a team, you have a business. We're going to explore the stigma surrounding mental health in the business world and the impact that it has, our fear of vulnerability through all of that. We like to consider ourselves superheroes. So it's another dose of realness on unmasking superheroes, how to, how to really deal with overcoming depression and anxiety. And she is our partner in crime fighting all of this stuff, the stigma around mental health in the business world. She's fantastic. We had her on last time. She's back with us and she's the owner of a business that helps people make that rapid transformation through therapy and other modalities. And it's great to have her back here. Chris Carrier joins us on the program. Hello there. Hi there. Nice to be here. Nice to have you back here. And it truly is. There is, there is a stigma. I mean, there's one for mental, you say the two words, mental health, and sometimes people have a thought or they wonder what's going on. It's, it's more accepted now than ever to say those two words. But when you connect it to somebody in business, it's almost as if it's like a kryptonite in some regards. What are your thoughts on that? Very, very much so. I agree. And, you know, I was just reading um, in the social medias that we have, and we were just noticing a lot of men uh, entrepreneurs were complaining that um, they aren't allowed or uh, nobody cares about their mental health, nobody's listening, right? And so mm-hmm. they have that feeling where they can't even go out and say anything because nobody cares. So there's a lot of that as well. Mm. That's, that's hurtful to even hear that. But then yeah. the other thought is that it may make them look weaker to admit it to even closer staff that, yeah, I'm having some challenges here because they're the leader. People are looking up to them to move the company along. Now, you're a rapid transformational therapist and the owner of Hypnos. Hypnos, am I saying that right? You betcha. Hypnos, Hypnos. Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> so when it comes to anxiety and depression, a lot of times they're hidden. They remain unspoken with the entrepreneurial community, right? Yeah. As we start talking about all this stuff here, the pressure obviously leads to a lot of this. I mean, if you're, you're leading a team, their livelihood, the company's livelihood, and theirs personally is, is riding on you. Um, let's talk about the, the hidden battle of anxiety and depression among people that uh, are leaders. Uh, how does that look to you? So, you know, the ride um, for success with entrepreneurs, um, you know, there's a whole lot going on going on there. Mm. So you can imagine that when somebody becomes an entrepreneur and a business owner, they know that there's going to be some thrilling highs, you know, stomach-churning lows, unpredictable twists and turns. They, they understand that's going to be part of the game. What they don't understand is that their mental health is also on that roller coaster with them. Yep. And so where success and failure are the ride operators of that roller coaster, you're basically strapped in for the long haul once you start, right? So picture this. You basically just close a game-changing deal with your startup, you're starting to make waves with your business, you're basking in the glory, all that stuff. It feels like you're standing on top of the world and the view is absolutely fantastic. You feel great from up there. So your confidence soars at that moment, right? And then there's a huge adrenaline rush that becomes incredibly addictive. Now, hold on there because that high comes with a catch. Mm. Because suddenly 
the market's going to shift and the competitors emerge and a well laid a well laid plan even gets crumbled at that point it can be crumbled so your business once soaring takes a nosedive so then you get this sense of failure that it starts to hit hard it's like your stomach is dropping and plunging into that roller coaster and doubt starts to creep in and then you find yourself questioning all the decisions you've made and you find that this there's a huge financial blow and soon your emotional well-being is taking a detrimental fall so now you have to understand that one day you're popping champagne, the next day you're wrestling with self-doubt and sleepless nights, and this is the kind of roller coaster that becomes familiar, and you start to go through that mental gymnastics. It's like a loop, and so that business roller coaster doesn't believe in any smooth rise. It's about twists and turns, and then the entrepreneur generates stress, and that can rival never-ending deadlines. Right, so the pressure to innovate, compete, succeed, compete to sleepless nights, burnout. And all-consuming fears of the next downturn because you never know what's going to happen. So when you're constantly sitting at that fight or flight, it takes a big toll on your mental health and your physical health as well. So occasionally that roller coaster might stop. It's going to provide you some brief layoffs until you hit that success stroll, right? But getting to that layer of success, that level of success you got to get to, you have to go through the roller coaster to get to the end where you can celebrate everything and all of that stuff. So the real charge lies in maintaining the mental health throughout that ride. And if you don't talk to someone about it, people generally turn to alcohol and drugs and, mm. and or whatever else, something unhealthy to deal with all of that. And so that's why it's very important for everybody to open up about their mental health. And I understand that a lot of people don't like going out and talking about it. I know I never did. I never liked having long conversations. That's why I think rapid transformational therapy is super awesome. Because you get to go under hypnosis. So it's not actually you having a conversation. In fact, we can have a three-hour session that for you will feel like 20 minutes because it just goes by real, real quick, and you don't really realize what, what you're talking. But you do have an entire three-hour conversation with me during that time, and you're able to get to the root cause of everything really quick so you don't have to worry yourself with all that talk therapy stuff in the end. <laughs> How do we... And thank you. You know, so many, many of us say, oh, I don't want to do talk therapy. I, I just want to, I just want to feel better. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, RTT is very helpful in moving that forward. That stigma that we're talking about, how do we shift the mindset for more compassion and understanding, you know, from that perspective? Right. So um, basically you've got to start seeking support for yourself. Um it starts to get, um, when you want to, I guess, if everybody's doing the same, right? When we all start to prioritize our well-being, then we start to be more compassionate towards others who are now prioritizing their well-being as well. That's where we start to um, create support mm-hmm. networks where we have mentors, advisors, you know, fellow entrepreneurs that we can reach out to, people we trust. Um, you want to start adapting and learning um, with that growth mindset so you can view challenges as opportunities rather than as the setbacks again, right? And that's what a lot of hypnosis is about is, is viewing those challenges as opportunities. So every time we get, do get that mental health challenge, view that as an opportunity for you to grow and learn new tools that you can then share with your family and with the people at work as well. And it, these are things that we can all become a network of people adapting and learning and growing together. So that's where building that support network is incredibly important. That's why we encourage business owners 
build a support network within their framework so that their entire staff is on the same page with their mental health and not one person is struggling. Because as we spoke about last week, when one person struggles, they bring down 30% of the people around them. And we don't want that, right? So you want to make sure that they keep up. And then, of course, keep realistic expectations because a lot of people, they expect, you know, oh, you've had a setback. I expect you to be well in two days. Well, no, that's not exactly how it works, right? Everybody deals with issues differently. Everybody um, has um, a different recovery stage than others. So you have to understand and be realistic with your expectations for everyone. Is it as simple, and, and, and shifting the perspective, and you said collectively doing something, what if a company would say, okay, you're allowed to have, I don't know, hypothetically here, one or two mental health days off per quarter. Would that be something that would send that message that, yeah, we, we understand <laughs> something's going on here. And Sorry, my beagle. <laughs> Sorry. Is it, is that me? Would, would that, you know, kind of move the needle? What do you think? So um, it, it would move the needle, but I think it has to be a little more than that. I think there has to be um, a, a mental kind of check-in with everybody um, on a daily or at least a weekly basis within the management and staff to make sure that everybody's on par, everybody's life's okay, and they're all going in the same direction. And when they're not, then you get tools from like cognitive behavioral therapy or NLP or something like that where the team can all work together to work through whatever's keeping them stuck. So it, it would be like an ongoing management um, thing for everybody within the group uh, to be mm. doing because I think one or two days off, yeah, that's fine um, for something to, or somebody to, you know, get a breather that they need or to go and do the appointments that they need that day or whatever the case may be. But that doesn't take care of the ongoing day-to-day mental health struggles that are happening that people are just pushing to the side, sucking up and going to work with. Okay. So basically my, my idea was like the starting point, but if you really want to I guess, move the needle, make a difference uh, in your team's life, it would be take the next step, you know, offer some of the counseling or, or just some of the tools to, uh, to deal with it. That's what it sounds like. Uh, have you encountered entrepreneurs doing well that, that just openly talk about their, their struggles when it comes to mental health and, and how it impacts their lives? So, you know, that's few and far between those who are talking about it. We do have some of my uh, clientele who are very open about sharing their journey and others who are still hiding behind uh, the stigma. They don't want anybody to know that they're here, but yet they're finding the successes they're looking for. So, um, you know, there's still there's still a huge stigma with people even who are becoming healthier in their mindset who still don't want people to know. It's very unfortunate in that way because it's, again, what the outside world is looking in. We want to reflect the, the Facebook appearance, you know. Everything's bubbly and happy and everything's perfect. We never want anybody to know that we're unwell or that our business is struggling or whatever the case may be. We don't want people to know these, these things. So we hide. Even the successful people seem to be hiding. And so this is a real venture to get people to turn around and start talking about it. That's why I'm very open about my struggles. I'm open about talking about my mental health issues, my health issues that I was down for 15 years. You know, um, people thought I was unemployable. That's how sick I had become. My mm. mental health had taken a huge, a huge strike on it as well. And I'm open in talking about all this to show people, you know what, actually talking about it became my strength and now it's my superpower and now it's what's propelling me forward to 
have a better life and help others have a better life as well. Wow. Good for you. I mean, you take a, a challenge, a struggle, and then turn it into something positive. And uh, I applaud you for that. I really do. Like, you just, you know, openly talk about what's going on in your life. It's a shame that so many of us think it's a failure if we're struggling with something. You know, we just kind of run, we hide from it. Um, but it can really be a strength for us to to, to talk about it because uh, it'll inspire others to say, hey, yeah, you know what? I can relate to that. That's me. I'm, I'm, I'm going through something like that, right? Well, that's exactly it, right? And that's what we kind of want to do is to uplift others. Because if you look at why we go to movies, why we're watching movies, because we want to identify with the hero of that story. We, and, and that hero always goes through struggles, right? And so it's important that we understand that no matter what role you play, you always have to go through the struggle. And it's actually not a... I don't even consider them struggles anymore. I consider them learning experiences, mm. opportunities of growth. You know, these are opportunities for me to prove to myself what I couldn't do before, which I can do now, or to learn the tools that I was meant to learn that I never had prior. Because no matter what, the universe kind of puts you in that position where you're meant to learn something, and that's why you're getting set back. That's why you're being stuck. Not because it's trying to hurt you. No, you only ever get stuck somewhere, whether it be pushed into a depression or whatever, because you're supposed to learn a strength or a tool to help you get out of that. You're supposed to learn something new. And if you keep failing at learning something, if you keep, keep, keep shirking off that responsibility, you're just going to keep falling further and further into the depression So instead, or the anxiety. So instead, look at it as a learning opportunity. Figure out where the lesson is and then grow from it. Hmm. Why does it have to be more times than not going through the lesson, if you will, uh, painful and challenging? Why can't it be, you know, easy, pleasurable, maybe fun? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Why, or, or are we looking at it that way? I think it's we're looking at it that way because, it's, it, listen, things do hurt us. Things do knock us down. But the idea is we are supposed to be resilient creatures and we are supposed to rebound. And so the universe, here's how it works. It basically, on your way to the success it has planned for you to manifest for you that you're looking for, it has to put you through the hard things that will knock you down because if you get hit with those same hard things once you have the success, you will lose that success. So it needs you to learn right now how to get through these things so that you are resilient when it really matters. That's what's going on. And oftentimes when we go through, for myself especially, I went through a lot of hard struggles. Every single time I got knocked down, every single time, like, and I had been blind and paralyzed and all of these things, but everything was meant to teach me to become stronger, to become wiser, to look for a way to pivot, to find a way around, to find a way to take care of myself and to grow and to continue to grow. Because if I allowed it to knock me backwards, then I wasn't learning the tools I was meant to go. And guess what? Once I learned those tools, look where I am now because I pulled myself out and I came to this point here today. And that's what happens when you can look past all that pain. That's why the pain is there because you need to go through it. If I hadn't gone through all that stuff, I wouldn't be an amazing therapist because I wouldn't be able to empathize and understand fully everything my clients are talking about. I needed to have to go through it myself as well. So I want I want to get to RTT in just a sec and how it can benefit entrepreneurs. Before we get to that, though, one final question on what we're talking about. Sure. 
Do you feel that the universe deals us these situations so that we can learn? It seems like that's what we're talking about. But is it so that we're ready for the next time something like that shows up, we can plow right through it and, and not have the same kind of challenges? Is it, is it the preparation for the future? That's exactly what it is. And it's not only preparation for your future, but for whoever's watching you to grow and learn from you as well, from your struggles and your gains. So, yes, it is exactly that. Because, like I said, like, listen, if you had an easy, easy life, everything was yes, sir, yes, ma'am, all the way through your life, you never had an issue, you never got anything wrong, and then you get to the end point where, you know, you're about to sign a contract for $500 million, but then there's something that went wrong right there, and you have a hissy fit. You lose everything because you had the hissy fit because you didn't know how to deal with the setback. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. That's why we're taught earlier in life all the setbacks. So that's why I look at no matter what the setback, you're being taught something that you're going to need for the future. So understand that once you learn this lesson, you get to move ahead on that chessboard. You get to move ahead in the game of life. Just learn the tools you're meant to learn from that setback. There's always a reason it's happening for you. Got it. Okay. And thank you for saying that. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So for for us breaking the stigma and in an environment that's a little more accepting, when we talk about RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, how does that help entrepreneurs going through all of this stuff, address what's going on, overcome their fear, the the stigma associated with uh, any kind of mental health challenges? So RTT is kind of like a, a health toolbox, okay? It's what every entrepreneur basically needs to get through this roller coaster because it doesn't just hand out coping mechanisms. It actually customizes them for each individual. So it's the stress, Okay, so if stress is basically the monster under your, your bed, RGT helps you face it head on. It's not just a one-size-fits-all approach either. It's tailored. It's efficient. It's super effective. And RGT is like giving entrepreneurs basically an emotional armor. So it's what they're going to need to conquer that roller coaster or the dragons in, in, in the back there. And it's going to help them ensure that they do survive and thrive. It's the secret weapon for mental resilience. And whenever they, they need it. So what a rapid transformational therapy helps entrepreneurs with is by it's going to help them to identify and reframe the root cause of all the negative beliefs that are holding them in place, that have them sitting in fear, that have them with the anxiety, the depression. And it's going to promote self-compassion, empower mindset shifts. Um, it's going to help build emotional resilience. It's going to integrate positive suggestions. And this all aids in overcoming the fear and stigma associated with mental health challenges. And the best part is this only takes about three months out of your life to accomplish. And then you're all good to go. So nobody really has to know because you're not going for years and years of therapy. It's three months and you're done. Wow. Does it really work that fast typically? Typically, if you're coming in, let's say, you know, with with the typical stuff, we're not talking about the big, big, big. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes up to six months. But most people we have coming in, we even had people coming in who, who had been stuck in their home uh, for three to five years, couldn't leave, anxiety was so high. They came to us, and within one month, their entire life had changed. And she, she was living in the U.K. at the time, and she wrote to me, and she says, I'm now living my best life in Spain. And this is only eight months after our original session, or eight, sorry, eight weeks after our original session wow. that she had written me that letter for a woman who had been stuck in her home for five years. Like, really? 
So, yes, it does work that fast, but we have to be able to get to the root cause. And for some people, you can get to that in the first month. Other people, it takes the second or third month. But usually within three months, I have everybody manifesting the life they're looking for. Ooh, I love the fact that you said that, manifesting the life that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, maybe one day we can talk about manifesting. Absolutely. Oh, I'd love to. I've been studying it. I haven't learned. You know, I have... Uh, some knowledge of it, but I haven't really dug deep enough into it, but it's, let's put it this way. I know it works because I used to say things, basically manifest something in a negative way and it all happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so kinda, and that, those happen faster. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. In some regards. Yeah. And, and even honestly, even a current situation, you know, I, I kind of manifested it. I don't think that it's so negative. I just think that the situation doesn't totally support me. So I just kept thinking, yeah, it's just, just not, this is not a good situation. It really isn't. It doesn't really serve me. And it's kind of dissolving, if you will, um, because it should. Uh, but it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to face that, you know, face that reality. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, this this whole breaking the stigma thing, ongoing process, a lot of commitment, a lot of empathy from all. Um, but really we need to understand that mental health is this, is our health. You know, many of us think that, oh, stay healthy. All right. We think of the physical aspect, but a lot of times we don't connect it to the mental, mental health aspect of it. Um, but it's so important. And and thankfully there's people like you that are out there, uh, that are talking about it right now. Well, thank you. Yeah. And you know, if you can't afford or find someone like me, I do suggest going to find men's groups or women's groups where you can talk outside of your business because you do have to at least talk, get it out. If you can't trust at work to get it out, find somewhere else you can because if it gets stuck inside, it's not going to affect only your workplace. It's going to affect home and all the balances will be shifted and off. So funny you should say that because last week I went to a, it was a birthday party for a friend and he turned it into sort of a, just a, a networking kind of situation where the, you know, basically starts out with a bunch of guys and then later, you know, women can join in if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking to one guy and I met him once before and he told me it, it, it was a very honest, every guy was being very honest and mm-hmm. just what you said, he said, I had some challenges back in the day, like 12 years ago, you know, my marriage was, was dissolving. And he said, it was, I knew it was me. So I joined a men's group and he goes, we meet typically every Tuesday. And if you want to come down, come on down. He says, it's been a game changer where everybody supports each other and then holds everybody accountable. And I never thought about it until he said it and then shared his story. And this is a guy who's very successful in real estate. Like, He's like mm-hmm. the guy you look at him. It's yeah. like, everybody knows him for real estate. That's his, and he and his wife. Um, yeah. but you know, he peeled the layers back and I guess, uh, smashed this, the stigma with mental health and, and some of those challenges that we deal with. And, uh, you know, it, it, I just texted me the other day and I said, Hey, I'm, I'm on board after the holidays. Well, I'd love to come down and check out the group. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Uh, yeah. if somebody wants to really change the game, kick that stigma to the curb, uh, maybe manifest a wonderful life moving forward, like even the woman you talked about that's now living in Spain. Uh, how do we get help, Chris? How do we do that? 
Well, you can reach out to me. Um, I'd be happy to help anybody out if, if they're looking for it. So you can go to www.hypnos.com. So that's H-Y-P-N-O-S, Y-P-N-O-S. And from there, you can actually link up to all our phone numbers and our emails and all of that stuff from there. You can get a lot of information about us, how we can help you. And uh, we actually have a lot of free content there as well for anybody looking for uh, some help. Fantastic having you on again. And I just, I love your energy. It's like so positive and you make it clear. You, you take the, the, the serious stigma out of it and make it understandable for all of us to realize that, yeah, this RTT thing, it can change our lives. It's easy to do. Just got to, you know, reach out to Chris and, and get it done. Thank you uh, so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I love being here and I'll see you again next week. Absolutely. Uh, and, and thanks for being a superhero. You too. And keep on being a superhero and passing it on. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila... She, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.